Welcome to episode 179, Jolly Rogers. I am your host, Alpha Mike, uh, transmitting high atop of Florida's peninsula at 108 feet. Today we are continuing in our Buccaneer series episodes, and today we're talking about the Jolly Rogers or flying the flag and the importance of it. How do you get in contact with us? RaiderCop.com. You can hear all our podcasts or RaiderCopNation.com. There you can see more content about what we do. And test everything 1521. 15 minutes of God's powerful word for your life. And we cover the verse during the show and we explain it in Test everything, 1521. Now, a lot uh, of things uh, are happening in 24 hours. The election cycle doesn't bore us for one second. It is better than a soap opera. And uh, the president got kicked off of Twitter, and uh, Pilar is being kicked out of Google and Apple. And big tech is moving in for the kill as the rope tightens around America's necks. A lot of people, a lot maybe even your neighbors, will tell you, don't be ridiculous. It's, we're still a republic. While we ponder that and think about that, let's concentrate on the word of the week. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And again, for more on what we've read here today, you can go to RaiderCopNation.com, look up the section that says test everything, 1521, and we'll talk about this one verse in less than 15 minutes for your spiritual growth. A lot of things happening in the forefront. The commies are moving in. The Democrats that will soon become the Bolshevik states of America have complete control. Presidency, Congress, and the Senate. Ladies and gentlemen, tighten your shin straps and prepare to defend yourself. Now, let's sound off, blast off the cannon shot.
gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the main event. Jolly Rogers, episode 179. We're going to start off this conversation with what is a Jolly Roger? Well, it's a pirate flag. And the flag was designed in such a way that any other ship would probably recognize that flag as being to a certain group of pirates. Like, oh, that's Blackbeard's flag, and so forth. So the importance for us to fly the flag, what happened on the 6th of January, is a perfect example. You got to know who's in the group, who is the leader. Currently, we know the situation in front of us, but on January 6th, we didn't know that congressmen and senators that said they were going to do one thing were going to back out of it because secret deals were made. We also know, because we've seen the video, that there was an unarmed woman, veteran in the Air Force, whether she was a radical or not, was killed, what is believed by a police officer or a Secret Service agent, we're not really sure, and... No news about that. Shot in the head. We also know that there are other three other victims for a total of four dead. We know that they are all types. There are Q members involved in this. And the conspiracy group. We also know that there were Trump people that actually... Not knowing, I guess, walked in, wandered in. You saw them on videos, taking uh, videos of the Capitol as they walked in. And, wow, look at this. I've never been here before. So they were bamboozled. And I would not doubt that they were some type of former Central Intelligence Agency personnel being consulted and paid by the highest billionaires in the world to start the conflict. I even saw a video on the news that showed Capitol Police opening the side of the, of the door on the side of the building and letting people in. As they marched in, the group before they marched in and started were cursing at this uh, and they opened the door. The people that were walking in all had backpacks the size of refrigerators and there was no security system to go through. Ladies and gentlemen, you've got to know who you're with. The greatest scam in the world is to 
dress like someone else when perpetuating a crime. Of course, we probably never know the truth because of the incoming administration and government, but I would not doubt that this was a planned swamp attack. Took out the president, he finally is throwing in the towel because he was betrayed and we have to know who we are in with. A lot of Trump supporters were fooled by the Q conspiracy nuts that would give clues and people following this. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to focus on the problem. Don't look for another problem to solve when you haven't solved the original problem. Now, this might sound a little controversial, but unfortunately, I, I first heard it from Professor Thomas Swole. I'll put a link down on the bottom so you can see who he is. He's about 90 years old now. He's an economics professor, and he's at the Hoover Institute. He is a legendary uh, speaker in colleges and and YouTube and things like that. And he speaks power. Older gentleman, African American. And back in 2016, he talked about Trump not being wrapped too tight. And to be in the position of president, you needed to be calm, collective, and, you know, none of those things he was. He also uh, talked a little bit more about um, uh, Hillary Clinton as well, that she was even worse than him. So it was pick your poison. He eventually said, well, you got to pick your poison. I'd, I'd vote for Trump. But uh, as the years progressed, 2017, 2018, 2019, his criticism would continue. He said he would, the president was doing good policy, but still unhinged uh, in regards to the tweeting, the, the, the thing on Twitter and, and attacking certain people. So, he once said in an interview that I heard, the president's worst enemy is the president. He can't get out of his own way. And on the 6th of January, this was a perfect example. Now, I'm not criticizing him, but I'm trying to paint the picture that there's nobody at the helm organizing all this stuff. Come to Washington, D.C. on the 6th of January. Report to who to do what. We're going to demonstrate. And then we're directed in a direction. In other words, my friends, the enemy knew the plan way before to cause the havoc that you actually saw. There is no doubt in my mind that swamp rats knew that this was going to happen. Capitol Police dropped 
they say they dropped the ball. They did. That's not dropping the ball. This, this is a major blunder in law enforcement. If someone did not give you a stand down order, so now they're firing all of them, but they're accepting their resignation. So that means something was done behind closed doors. We'll never find out the truth. All right. Point number two: keep no prisoners. What do I mean by keep no prisoners? Look. We have battles that we have to start winning, winning. Remember, Mr. President would tell us when we're going to get tired of winning. And we got to stop hashing out little battles on social media and going backwards. And, oh, no, let's get him again and start little fires here and there. I saw today on a news feed People uh, attacking Lindsey Graham in the airport, not physically, but with words, calling him a traitor and stuff. And there was a good group of people, maybe about 30 or 40, that were giving him a good shot. And and I'm not saying it's not well-deserved, but if out of all the senators or traitors, whatever you want to call them, he was the most apologetic of them all. And I'm not saying he gets a free pass, but that's not the battle. That's what I'm saying. And the Trump army sometimes acts like the Trump himself. We're all over the place, and we need to concentrate on one effort. Because you win battles, one wars one battle at a time. Here's a philosophy that I had when I was part of a a group, we'll say. And uh, we were known for being a little rough around the edges. And we had a saying that one of my close friends came up with, and it stuck with us um, as our persona that people would talk about us. And it was this, mess with us, we do you ugly. And we do our own that mess up uglier. And the point there is, if you look at what happened on the 6th of January, Democrats did what they were supposed to do, obstruct. So, we'll, you know, they'll get done ugly soon enough. But we got to straighten out the carpeting at the home clean up a little bit on aisle six and we're going to have to take these Republicans and we're going to have to do them ugly uglier than the Democrats as examples that it never happens again and what do I mean by doing that? they've got to go we've got to get a candidate in each one of their districts that they Represent, prop them up now, get them ready, make them look good. This is all local grassroots. Then start involving the state. I'm, I'm basically also advocating, forget the GOP. That's garbage. There has to be a third party, or else we all run as independents, or we, you know, snag the rug out from underneath the libertarians. But 
running of the GOP, I might as well just call Nancy Pelosi and see if she'll help out with the new candidate. All right. Item number four. What we know now, now is time to act. And we've got to regroup. We've got to fall in. Here's the big ticket item. And we need a leader. But President Trump's our leader. No. President Trump talks. He talks. And then he walks away from the podium. And when he was president, they were the do people that would go ahead and make those things happen. But when he becomes Mr. Trump again, that it needs to be organized. People are all over the place. People have to be vetted. These uh, conspiracy groups like Q, uh, we've, we've, we've got to really be precision on what we're doing. And uh, that starts now. President's always made already made an announcement. He's not going to uh, the Joe Biden Bolshevik swearing-in ceremony. So uh, balls in in action. This this is live, folks. So uh, we got to get ready. All right, next item. We've uh, flown under the radar long enough. People are afraid to speak. People are afraid to act. They're afraid to say anything because they'll be attacked at work, your neighborhood, or people might think of you differently. Then you don't belong in this army. You, you, you need to just fall in with the Bolshevik states, get in line, wear your mask, and wish us luck. Once the barriers start to come down, we're, we know you'll, you'll flip over to our side. But we can't have people that are scared. Now, I'm not saying to go out and be rude and you have to be the loudest person in the room. But you cannot stay, stand by idly listening to these buffoons telling you how great, for example, Joe Biden presidency is. And I'm not saying that actually try to get into a debate with a leftist or a liberal that that'll give you a headache state your point and move on but when they hear more people talking taking a position there maybe it'll start twisting after a while that shoot I am uh, outgunned but right now they don't think that because our side, none of us will say a word. Speak boldly is one of the outlines we got here today, even if it hurts. But I, my family doesn't talk to me and uh, because of politics and all this. Right, there has to be a moment where politics are put to the side. And from now on, from this point, we're not talking about politics. We're talking about bringing back the republic. We're talking about saving the country. Now, there are a lot of people that might listen to this podcast and say, this guy's a complete lunatic. We haven't lost anything. Why is he doing this? Well, you could say that same speech to Cubans, Venezuelans, 
and all these other communist countries, Russians, that lost it all, and they thought just like you did. But I'm not because my parents came from a communist country, and they came to this country. I was born here, and I can never repay that debt that I owe this country for accepting my parents here back in the 1960. And uh, both my parents have died in this country. They never went back to Cuba. So, uh, and the last item that we have here, demand an investigation. All these senators are standing. This is an outrage. Domestic terrorism. And they're talking about uh, the Capitol incident as bigger than robbing the presidency, not counting votes. Everybody has forgotten that because we're talking about the Capitol. Okay, the Capitol building thing was bad. Check. Four people died. Horrible. Check. Uh, A lot of people got hurt. Check. But at the end of the day, we got to get back on message and the pressure that we did prior to January 6th in calling these offices of representatives and senators and so forth. Now we've got to start it all over again. But they're traitors. They won't do it good. Then let's screw up the switchboard at least. But we got to do something. We've got to start making noise. Why do we have to make so much noise? Let me explain to you. People are like the oldest profession in the world, which is known as prostitution. When the leader is no longer the leader, as in the case of Trump being president, transitioning back to civilian life, the 80 million people will most likely drop right in half. 40 million will just go back to their worlds and click back on CNN and NBC and ABC and say, oh, well, if you can't beat them, join them. Case an example of that is I was talking to my neighbor the other day, and we talked about that. He knows my, my background, my heritage. And uh, he said, yeah, I know you must have a lot of experience with communism. I go, well, the only experience I have, I was born here. I didn't come in some boat or anything. But uh, the only experience I have is I don't have a family like most people do. That they have cousins. and I mean, obviously I have cousins. Obviously I have all that. But I don't have the magnitude of all of them because of the issue that that occurred in this communist country that many of them could not come here. So the separation of family can never be replaced. It's been over 60 years. So, and uh, we we talked a little bit about, you know, taxes are coming and they're going to get, they're going to raise them and... uh, They're coming for our guns and all this other stuff. And uh, his attitude was, well, you know, I'm going to be 62. I 
just collect social security. I won't do a damn thing. I'll just sit in the living room. And I've heard that from many other people. They give up, shoulders down, head down. I guess this is something that's happened to them since they were in second grade, you know, when they took their Twinkie, when the bully took the Twinkie out of their, uh, their lunchbox. But it's time to fight back. And what I mean by that, you first you have to take a mental position in your head. Are you in the fight or not? Because if you're not, you just, just go sit in the couch here. Take Here's a bunch of napkins. Cry there for four years. But if you're in the fight, you have to be in the fight mentally first. And we know that this is not a physical fight that I'm talking about. It's talking about saving the republic. Now, I do believe there's no way in God's green earth that Donald J. Trump is going back down to Florida, Mar-a-Lago, and play golf for four years and we'll never see him again or hear from him. I know he's going to come out and swing. He basically said that all these traitors, we need to get them out of office. And this is why now they're trying to impeach him because I have something I heard in the news about if you impeach twice, regardless, no evidence, no nothing, but if you're impeached twice, you can never run for president again. These people are freaking jokes. They're jokes. The movement is not about the man. It's about the republic. The 80 million are fed up of these freaking goofs. And they're going to get theirs one way or another. They cannot have the cocaine Mitch, which is Mitch McConnell, in office for 40 freaking years. Or Nancy Pelosi. Or Chuck uh, Crybaby Schumer. No. And who's going to clear them out? Who? Who? The voting system now is corrupt. Who's going to fix it? Hmm? The new administration? Let's fix the voting. They're not. So we need to get tough. All right. That's going to wrap up our episode for today. We might have a little switcheroo on the schedule for the next um, for the next show that's up. I know that I had said that we were going to bring in... Uh, the office, the Dominican Officers Association of Florida, but uh, I am so backed up, I might have to push that down a little bit further down the road. And uh, as I told uh, Kilo Sierra, that uh, this election has sucked out the wind out of every podcast in the world. So, We'll announce the the next podcast when it's announced. As always, it is my honor and pleasure to be your host on Raider Cop Nation. Continue to pray for yourself because without you in the game, we have nothing. Continue to pray for your family, your community, the law enforcement agencies that serve you, and especially the United States of America. This is Alpha Mike. I'm out.